I'm Miles Kilby, and I want to welcome you to Encountering the Prophetic Podcast. My passion is to help people from all different walks experience God's voice. I believe, along with my guest, that Encountering the Prophetic has the power to change our lives and the lives of those around us. On this podcast, I want to help you learn how to hear God's voice and go deeper in the prophetic to spark change in your life and in others. Let's dive into Encountering the Prophetic now. And on the way up here, I passed a McDonald's billboard that said, double your dollar. And when I saw it, I, <laughs> I just said, wow, um, double your dollar. I said, yes, yes, Lord, we're believing for double doubling in everything and so what I'm going to talk about briefly I'm going to talk about um, the signs of the prophetic call the signs of the prophetic call and one of the primary signs of the prophetic call is the fire of God one of the primary signs of the prophetic call is the fire that's so powerful. You know, many people will say, well, how do you know you're truly called? How do you know you're truly called? And my answer would be, the fire burns in you day and night. All the time. And it's like the prophet Jeremiah. He says in Jeremiah 20, if I say that I will no longer speak in your name, your word becomes like a fire that shut up on the inside of me, inside of my bones. He said, I can't contain it in me. I can't escape from it. I can't escape from it. It's a fire that's continually burning in me. It's day and night, night and day. It's 24-7. That fire on the inside is burning. And it's, it's burning bright brighter and brighter as we fuel it. Amen. And so this is so powerful because if you look throughout the scriptures at the prophets, you know, a lot of the American church think when they think of the fire, they automatically think evangelist because they associate the fire of God with fiery preaching. That's an American mindset. But really, if you search through the Scriptures, most of the time that you see the fire, it's associated with prophets, not evangelists. And so, it's so powerful because one of my favorite stories in the Scripture is when the great prophet Moses encountered the burning bush. And so Moses is going along about his business and he's shepherding sheep in the wilderness, his father-in-law's sheep. And he comes across this bush that he sees and he says, what is this marvelous sight? 
He said, I've never seen anything like this before. The bush is on fire, but it's not being consumed. This is different. And so it caused him to turn aside. And when he turned aside, a voice came out from the, from the presence, from out of the bush, from out of the fire. And this is what people have to understand, is that whenever an atmosphere or the glory or the presence of God manifests in a place, descends in a place, God speaks out of the glory. God speaks out of the fire. He speaks out of the presence. And so, it's just like Saturday night, I was at another fellowship worshiping with them. And we worshiped for like three, four hours. And I told them, I said, the glory is here. God wants to speak. Because He speaks out of the glory. He speaks out of the presence. And so we see that in Exodus 3, where Moses encounters the Shekinah glory, the manifested presence of God in the earth. The glory. And from out of the bush, a voice calls his name and says, Moses, Moses. Right when he turns aside, God speaks to him from out of the presence, from out of the fire. And he releases the call on Moses' life. And so the call is birthed in the fire. The call is birthed in the presence. You're sent out of the fire. You're sent from out of the presence of God. And so Moses was launched into being the deliverer for millions of people, for an entire nation. Do you believe that God can raise you up to be a deliverer for an entire nation? Yes. yes. If so, the fire, there's an encounter with the glory of God. Because the fire of God is its an aspect of the glory of God. It comes from out of the glory. The fire comes from out of the glory of God. And so Moses encountered, he had this powerful supernatural encounter with God that permanently marked him and changed him to where he would be raised up as a deliverer. And I believe that God had to burn some things out of him as well. But God released the call. Then you look at the life of the prophet Elijah. And the prophet Elijah, he was a powerful man of God. And in Israel, there were wicked leaders that were leading the nation. Ahab and Jezebel. So God brought forth a mighty prophet named Elijah. And so we know the story. 
there were 450 false prophets of Baal. Baal is one of the chief principalities in the spirit realm. It's Jezebel. So her name, the name Baal, that principality is attached to her. As part of her name, she's associated with it. And so... Um, God brings forth this prophet Elijah and he begins to challenge the false prophets in 1 Kings 18. says in 1 Kings 18.20, So Ahab sent a message among all the sons of Israel and brought all the prophets and brought the prophets together at Mount Carmel. So all the prophets came together. Elijah came. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. And so they build their altar. And he says, You call on your God. And I'm going to call on my God. But who's ever God answers by fire? He is God. Now, why wasn't it rain? Why wasn't it doves falling out of the sky? Why, why was it fire? Fire, Elijah carried a mantle of fire. He understood that the purpose of fire was to purge and to consecrate the land. In other words, he understood that the nature of God manifested by fire. The scripture says in Hebrews 12, 29, God is an all-consuming fire. He's an all-consuming fire. So why, why didn't he say, well, if whoever is God answers by this, he is God. No, he didn't say that. He specifically said, God's going to give somebody in here a revelation of why. He said Fire. He specifically said, whosoever God answers by fire is God. Not anything else. It wasn't whosoever God answers by grace. It wasn't if anybody's God answers by love. It's whoever answer, whoever God answers by fire, He is God. In other words, it was appropriate for God to answer by fire to reveal Himself to all the people so that they could know He is God. To know that He is holy. He said it has to be by fire. No other way. He said that's how you know it's your God. The true God. 
So Elijah, he taunts them, he mocks them, he laughs at them because he has an assurance. He has something called faith that says, my God is going to answer and he's going to do it by fire. He's going to deal with all you false prophets and he's going to manifest his presence, his glory in the midst of us. Also, the prophet Elijah, he understood the worship of God. He understood the temple worship. And he understood that whenever sacrifices were offered, that the fire of God was what came down and rested on the offering. And that is what pleased God. So the fire was a sign of God's approval. He understood that the fire was a sign of approval. In other words, God doesn't approve of every sacrifice. So that's why when they were offering all their other sacrifices, there's no fire. But he said, when my God answers my fire, he's accepted my sacrifice. That's how you know that you're offering is pleasing to God is when he answers by fire. It's accepted and it's received by him. I hope y'all get ready because he's going to do something. He just wants me to share this briefly because then he's going to manifest it. But he said, he said, release the word out of your mouth first then it's going to manifest. Because sometimes I'm like, well, I want to jump out here. I feel a flow in here. But he said, no, release it out of your mouth first. Then let it fall. Let, let them receive the word first. And then release. So the fire manifested. It accepted his offering. It was acceptable to God. It was his approval. And that's why those with a call and a call to ministry and a call to move in the prophetic, the Lord releases fire on it because that's where he approves it. That's where he approves your message. That's where he approves what you're saying. That's where he backs up what he's speaking through you. That's what's acceptable. Actually, in, the, in 1 Corinthians, it says, all your works will be tested by fire. All your works will be tested by fire. So only what is birthed out of the fire will last. It is, that is what will pass the test. It's a fire test. Are you receiving it? Yes. Hallelujah. So that's the call. The call is birthed in fire. The call is maintained by the fire. The offering, the sacrifice, the worship 
is what fuels the fire. It's what is pleasing to God. And what God responds to is the worship. The worship has to be on fire. And so then we, uh, we briefly talked about Elijah. Now the prophet Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 6. God took a fiery coal off the altar when God called him. He says, in the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord and the train of his robe filled the temple. And I said, woe is me, for I'm a, for I've seen the Lord, for I'm a man of unclean lips and my people are a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the Lord. And so at his call, God touched his mouth with a fiery coal to purge his speech. He touched his mouth. He touched his lips with a coal off the altar. So that's what God does. He touches your mouth with a fiery hot coal. It's to sanctify you. So the fire sanctifies and it sets you apart for ministry. The fire sets you apart for the call. So when you answer the call, you have to encounter the fire because that's the consecration process to where He separates you. He gets rid of all the dross and He brings forth what is good. It's the refiner's fire. But you have to have fire to be called to ministry. If you have no fire, you're not called. You're not called. You have a fire, you have a holy passion that burns in you day and night that drives you that drives you to serve God in holiness and in passion. And it will never leave you. It will never leave you. So it's so powerful. It said, Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called out to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. The angels were all around Him. Then He says, And He touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips and your iniquity is taken away and your sin is forgiven. Hallelujah. You know, then later, there came a powerful prophet whose name was John. John the Baptist. And he was Jesus' first cousin. The Bible says that the spirit of Elijah rested on John. 
The spirit of Elijah rested on John. God just gave me the revelation right when I said that. The spirit of Elijah has been passed from generation to generation to generation. Because Elisha, he received the mantle, but it had to continue to keep going. But the scripture says specifically that John carried the spirit of Elijah, the spirit and the power of Elijah. And so he was a holy man and he was a Nazarite, which the word Nazarite means consecrated one. So he was consecrated to God even before, while he was in the womb. The Bible says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit while he was in the womb. He was filled with the Holy Ghost when he was still in his mother, his mother. And when he came forth, when Jesus was about to come, he said, Behold, one who comes after me who I'm not worthy to untie the straps of his sandals. He says, He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. It's Matthew 3.11. He said, He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. Okay, so he mentions two baptisms. There's at least four or five different baptisms that are mentioned in the New Testament. There's a baptism in water. There's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's a baptism of love. There's a baptism of fire. There's all there's several different baptisms that are mentioned in the New Testament. And so he said, he'll baptize you. Not only will he baptize you with the Holy Spirit, but he says he'll baptize you with fire. Now, I've been very thankful to experience a baptism of fire in my life. And it isn't something that is pleasant. It's something that is shakes you to the core. And so I experienced a baptism of fire. I had an encounter with God where I encountered the fire of God. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, son, I've called you to bring the fire of God. He said, I've called you to bring that to the church. So in other words, he said, one of the manifestations that will take place in your ministry and when you minister is that the fire of the Holy Spirit will manifest. Why? He told me why. I'm going to tell you why. It's for the purging of the bride of Christ. That God would bring forth a bride that, was, that is without spot or wrinkle. That takes purging. And that's what the fire does. The fire purges. So that's, the, that's part of the purpose that's just one aspect of the purpose for it to manifest in the church. God purifies us. He cleanses us. He transforms us. So I'm very thankful for that. So that's part of what God has deposited in my life. What I heard Him say while we were worshiping, He says, there's a mantle of fire. 
there's a mantle of fire. And he says, that's part of what Elijah carried. He carried a mantle of fire. So he says, that's part of the double portion that was passed. Part of the double portion that was passed was the mantle of fire. So I'm believing he's going to pass that tonight. He's going to release it. Amen. So part of that double portion, the double that he's releasing is the mantle of fire. Oftentimes when miracles manifest, the fire of God accompanies miracles. The fire accompanies miracles, healing miracles, signs, wonders, miracles. The fire manifests. It is one of the main signs and symbols of the Holy Spirit in manifestation. When the church was birthed, at the very beginning of the church, it says there were likened unto tongues of fire on, each, on everybody's head. So there are also tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. When you pray in tongues, tongues, manifestation of the tongues of fire can come on you, can begin to flow through you. Hallelujah. And so he says, I'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The baptism of fire comes where there is hunger for God. Because there has to be a sacrifice for, a fi for the fire to follow. There has to be the sacrifice for it to follow. So as ministers, if you're called to ministry, you're always offering sacrifice. That's what the priest did in the Old Covenant, Old Testament. They always offered sacrifice. Leviticus 6.13 He says you have always have to keep the fire burning. That's what he told the priest. He said you can't let it go out. Right? That's right. You can't let it go out if you're a priest, if you're a minister. You can't let the fire go out. That's why it's the sign. That's why it's the sign of the call. The fire always has to be burning. That's the sign that God is present in your ministry is that there's fire on it. And so some people get scared of the fire. Sometimes they run from it. They don't want it to consume their iniquities. They don't want it to drive out their devils. They don't want to allow God to burn them up a little bit. And so the fire comes where there's hunger, where there's sacrifice, where there's desperation for Him. True hunger. That's where He says, I approve of that. It's out of desperation. It's out of a pure and a contrite heart. God would not despise. Amen? So many times when I've experienced the baptism of fire, because it's been more than once, it's during times of consecration to God, times of prayer and fasting. 
during times of prayer and fasting where God answers. That's part of the sacrifice is the prayer and the fasting. So God answers by fire. He comes and He purges. He cleanses. He transforms us. Hallelujah. So during times of prayer, fasting, and crying out to God. Crying out for the fire. I talked a little bit about that Sunday. The power of crying out. You can read through it throughout the scripture. Different instances where when God's people cried out, He answered. He answered in power. So there's the power of crying out to Him. Specifically crying out for the fire to fall on you. God spoken to that spoken that to me several times. He said, "Cry out for my fire. Cry out for the fire again. I'm hungry for it. I'm hungry for it." Yes. Amen. And the last scripture I'm going to share with you is in Second uh, Timothy. Hallelujah. Are you getting something from this? Amen. Second uh, Timothy 1 and verse 6. He says, And for this reason I remind you to kindle afresh the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. It says, through the laying out of my hands, kindle afresh this gift that you received. So do you have a gift? You have, to give, you have the gift of prophecy? It says, kindle it afresh, stir it up. What other gifts do you have? Stir them up. I want to read that scripture, that same scripture out of the um, Amplified Bible. Second Timothy 1.6 I'm in the wrong scripture. Second Timothy 1.6 says that is why I would remind you, this is Paul speaking to Timothy. He says, I'm reminding you of something. That means it's important. Whenever God reminds you about something, it's important. Okay? You ever had God remind you about something? Something that you know you should be doing? God reminded me that I needed to start doing these classes. He said, you need to start getting with it. <laughs> he had an old lady come up to me that didn't know me. He said, she said, has God called you to start this? She put me on the spot, right there on the spot. He says, this is why I would remind you to stir up 
rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God. The inner fire. The inner fire. The inner fire. That is in you by means of the laying on of my hands. With those of the elders at, it says, at your ordination here. In other words, when they laid hands on them. When Paul laid hands on Timothy. When the elder lays hands on them. He says, rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God. The inner fire. You have an inner fire that's burning. Yes. Yes. That's the sign of the call. Yes. The sign of the call is the inner fire. You can't ever get away from that. You can't ever escape that. You can't escape the inner fire that God puts in you for ministry. You can't leave it. That's why I can never stop doing what I'm doing right now. Like Paul said, woe is me if I don't preach the gospel. He said, I can't stop doing this. I can't stop ministering. I can't stop preaching. I can't stop preaching the gospel. I can't start, stop making disciples. I can't stop raising people up. I don't care if I go to jail. I don't care if this happens or if that happens. Somebody curses me. People don't like me. It doesn't matter. I have an inner fire that's burning on the inside of me. That would not quit. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But some of us, you know, I don't know. It's like um, <laughs> the enemy's fiery darts have overtaken us. But we, but we need the fire. We need the fire of God to... to To completely consume us. These other things don't even matter. So that's powerful. That's very powerful scripture. I love it. That inner fire. Let it burn in you. So many times when I feel the prophetic word in my belly... It's like Jeremiah. He says, My word is in you. Shut up in your bones. He says, It's like a fire. That's the prophetic word of God. That's the prophetic word of the Lord. It's in you like a fire. You can't contain it. You have to let it out. When those gifts and manifestations start manifesting through you, it'll come in your belly like a fire. You'll feel it coming forth. When I feel the gift of tongues manifest for a corporate setting, it feels like a fire on the inside. Manifestation. It has to come out. It's like a volcano on the inside. It has to explode. The Word of God has to be released. And then pray that you can interpret also. That's what Paul said. He said, if you, if you give a word in tongues, he says, pray that you can interpret it. Thank you, Jesus. you want interpretation? Ask God for it. God will give you interpretation of the tongues that come out of you.